You're now tuned into the Fully Booked Podcast with Mace, French and Pox. Enjoy the listen. Where to go? Tell me where to go. Openness can be the solution, not the problem. While it is certainly possible to misuse your outside relationships to avoid problems or to reduce intimacy with your life partner, we do not we do not agree that this pattern is inevitable or even common. Many people, in fact, find that their outside relationships can increase their intimacy with their primary partner by reducing the pressures on that relationship. That's on page 28-29. Is this far-fetched? No. Care to explain why? There'll be times where... Um, so COVID's just happened, right? Mm-hmm. Being, m- those of us who live with our partners um, would have been forced or would have been advised to work from home or be at home, don't go outside. All that kind of stuff was being slaughtered around. Don't go outside. So... A lot of people spend a lot of time with their at, at home, ninety percent, ninety five percent time at home indoors with their partners. Yeah, you really almost like cabin fever. It's hard enough being at home by yourself in your own company sometimes if you're just stuck at home all the time, let alone with someone else. So like sometimes when you have outside experiences, I'm not even talking sexually now. I'm just talking generally. You meet your friends, you go for a meal, you do something. You actually have something to come back. You even could do anything. It could be fear or whatever. You, have, you you come back home and you have something to bring to that table. Not bring to the table, but bring to a conversation, bring to a relationship. And um, conversation, a change of perspective, or even just an appreciation of what you got at home. Sometimes you might go and have a really shit evening and be like, I'm glad I've got my woman at home. Honestly. Mm-hmm. So I think that all helps. And that's what I mean by, that's what I, I'm hoping, or I'm, that's what I'm taking from that section of the book about openness can be the solution. I'm not necessarily taking the sexual element of bringing, of of um, having someone else outside of the relationship, but just generally doing stuff that doesn't always involve your partner and then bring, and then coming back home and, and being more appreciative of what you've got at home. Mm. Sorry, you were telling me yesterday, French, <clears throat> about a, wo- a woman who went to an event and her partner went to another event. Yeah. And yeah, and that's all just crossed my mind, actually. And we're talking, I think we'll talk. I mean, you might care to explain how interesting you found that, sorry, I'm struggling to eat, so mm-hmm. how interesting you found that as to, like, you can be in a relationship but have different interests, mm. you know, and one can feel comfortable in, I'm going to go here today I and mean, I'm going to have these experiences. Mm. And obviously, you're going to choose to go over there, but then we'll come back and we'll meet later on. And mm-hmm. obviously, we have plenty to share about obviously what we did, but. I don't know, just like you feel comfortable in, in being able to do that. But yeah, I agree with what you said. I think there is a massive level of importance to almost like having a life outside of your relationship. And I know that's not what you said, but in some respect that is. Mm. Yeah, no, no. It, it equates to the same thing. It doesn't, as Mace rightly said, it doesn't have to just be about sex, even though that's what the book is about. But no, that's exactly the example that I had in mind that you just explained. I thought it was really interesting. Um, it's not I don't really come across that often where it was just it just seems very normal for because as I said Pete mentioned that I met I met a a woman at an event and we were just talking 
and she was basically just saying that yeah she was she was in central somewhere and she just felt to, she had a couple hours to kill and she just came came to this event because her partner was at another event somewhere else mm. and yeah that was cool it's just like yeah you're off doing your thing I'm gonna go off and find an event for me to do or something mm. for me to occupy my time but it's it, within a secure relationship obviously they'll yeah. they'll meet back up and I'm sure she'll say, ah, oh, I met this person, I met that person, or I had this conversation, and vice versa, and they can share their their different experiences. Yeah. And this is what I sometimes refer to, and I mean when I say things like, let me feel free in a relationship. Mm. Doesn't mean I'm going to go out and... Do, just freedom within a relationship. Let me be my own person in a relationship. Let me feel like I still belong to myself, if that makes sense. Let me have my own mannerisms my my own ways my own interests and hobbies and do you know what i mean that's what i mean that's for me that for me that's what will comprise a happy and successful relationship for me where i still actually feel as an individual but i'm part of a collaboration of a of a couple but i still feel individual in that couple some people get into a couple and that is them couple like <laughs> like as in like Born everything is it's such and such coming because both of them roll as what? Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. The Smiths or whatever. I don't want to feel like that. Do you know what I'm saying? I still want to feel an independent body within my relationship. Yeah, so openness can be the solution, essentially. On love. Some people believe that to love yourself is selfish and to spend some part of your life focusing on yourself is narcissistic. This question is more easily answered by doing than thinking. We believe that self-nurturing can get you through hard times and guide you into a loving relationship with yourself. When you follow through with a simple act like comforting yourself with a homemade soup, spending time in a beloved book or taking sweet solitary walk in a beautiful place, then you get an experience of being kind to yourself that can answer all those questions about what do they mean love myself? And that's on page 30. Alright, so we're getting to the part that one of the boys said he can't wait to speak about, which is slut styles. I wonder who that was. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> so I'm thinking, who was that? <laughs> um, yeah, I've. I don't know how much you guys have taken notes or. I didn't take many notes in, in this actually, in regards to these parts anyway. But there's it speaks about ancient cultures, which I didn't really I think it'd be better if you just read the book because it's not really much of a talking point per se at this point then there's the utopian sexual communities which is the next part and I'll read the other there's literally I've already got that one question from mm. this part to be fair but in regards to this actual utopian sexual communities it goes on to say such communities are usually built by one leader and may falter when the leader is no longer no longer available <coughs> however their philosophies live on adding new visions and practices to the mainstream culture many practitioners of western tantrum today for example can trace their practice to the teachings of no not tantrum of western tantra for example can trace their practice to the teachings of Osho the guiding spirit behind Rajnesh Parum that's on page 32 how easy do you think it is to get indoctrinated by sex communities? Uh, I haven't been, so I don't know. How, you might want to say, how hard is it? Because <laughs> I don't even, I haven't been, and I haven't even, it hasn't even been, 
people out there in my realm, if that makes sense. Like make the kind of realm or people I'm around, it, it doesn't, there might be people that know about these things, but it doesn't, hasn't been put on my radar. So it, for me, it's how hard has it been because I haven't been at all. But what about from right, from uh, from the outside? Just just of what the little that you know in mm. regards to. I don't know if you know about some of them that happened in America where they oh, was the one, and they basically gave them all Kool Aid, and they end up mm. doing like a mass suicide. What I don't know about this. Yeah, well, yeah. this is again. It's it's a cult. It's mm. a cult. So they do those kind of things. That's, okay, that's known to happen in some, not all, but some. Um. Yeah, is it? Have you got no idea then of how that can happen? Just as a cult, doesn't have to be sexual. Just as a cult, then I don't. Sorry, I don't think it takes much because <clears throat> I don't think I'm easily influenced. But I think sometimes someone can say something to you, and you can be really intrigued. And then all it takes is for that curiosity, like you want to not exercise it, but just understand it a little bit more. And then more often than not, I mean, they say curiosity kills the killed the cat. Well, anyway, you can feel you can feel that you want to, you know, get involved in some way, shape, or form. And if you like what you see, mm. well, I see that um, the young boy who's about eleven or twelve. You know that um, a few months ago, the mum was on TV fighting for them at, not to turn his life support machine off. Yeah, no, there's a young boy. Um, basically, he was following some online thing where you do this dare online, mm. and I think he fell into a coma. I don't know what he'd done, but he'd done something like pretend to hang himself, okay, or hang himself. And he they they found him, he's in a coma, and then they had to switch up his life support machine. And he was following some kind of online trend or yeah, yeah, cult. Fall, I don't know what you call it, but and then he hanged himself. You're supposed to like or choke yourself or strangle yourself until you pass something like that until you know you pass out mm. and you died basically. Mm-hmm. But I I see that and I get that. I I couldn't see myself. There's things that oh, I don't even trying to think, but I couldn't see myself going to that extreme of anything. Like, but then you say mm. that, but like, look at um, ah, oh, what's it? What's it? Um, the the people that knock on your door, Jehovah's Jehovah's Witnesses, yeah. Some some people say that's a form of a cult. Okay, I'm not involved. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? What? I mean, <clears throat> I, I was going to actually um, narrow it down to religion, actually. But at the same time, mm. even football in some relation, in some in some aspects, you know, we follow teams and all that type of mm. stuff. We get animated, whether it's up or down, in terms of positivity and negativity. Um, I know you weren't referring to that, but there are different. I mean, there are different elements, you know, or different things that um, can display cult activities. Um, but I do believe, like, there's a lot of curiosity as to sex. I mean, sometimes people think sex is sex is simple or narrow, but it's actually quite a wide subject. Is not the word, but there's a lot of there's a lot to sex, mm-hmm. and I think, um, yeah, as in anything, if you find something that interests you, like if you're intrigued, you're going to want to be involved in some way, shape or form. I don't think, like back to what you're talking about and sexual energy, because sex is ever present. Sorry, um, when you start, when we began this recording session, you were talking and um, I forget specifically what you were talking about. Maybe maybe the, the energy of sex. Yeah. But I was thinking like... Erotic energies. Um, anyway, I forget what was being said, but mm. I was sitting there thinking to myself, 
sex I mean don't believe everything I say but sex really makes the world go I mean as to I mean the energy you know mm. yeah, yeah, the energy of sex yeah kind of like really makes the world go round you know as to again I know life is a lot simpler than what I'm going to say but we go to work we want to look good um, or just like the evolution you know like we need to have kids in order for our um, lineage or our, our names to go on and all that type of stuff mm -hmm. um, whether it's marriage kids grandkids or whether it's actually just casual sex yeah. you know and even talking or on the subject of what you're talking about as to the type of sex so like I know ah oh, so even slut styles I mean I didn't take loads and loads of notes but what I do remember um, we discussed this previously was when I met those Swedish girls um, in my car and um, I forget specifically what I said but they were talking about a more open culture in Sweden and I should put even a Latin culture here as well and I was actually talking forget even about forget Barcelona but like Latin culture just in general very open whereas maybe in a I was going to say Scandinavian, but forget Scandinavian. But like, there are some cultures where sex is something not, it's not what you discuss, discuss, you know what I'm saying? Or it's not as open as other places. And in so you are going to have different slut styles. See when it talks about slut styles in this though. You weren't referring to this, I know. No, it's not. The slut styles that, that this topic, or not even this topic, this chapter refers to is, as, it, as I've mentioned, again, it mentions ancient cultures, the one we're just discussing now, utop utopian sexual communities. Then it goes on to talk about artists and free thinkers and the love generation. So it's not the slut styles that you're thinking of or what I was even thinking <coughs> of. Then. I even got to this part myself anyway. But yeah, I thought he was going to finish. Oh no, um, no, I hadn't really... I'm trying to think. Then I can't... Ref um, I can't recall much in the chapter then. <laughs> I mean, so that's the, they're the notes that I took down based on cool. the chapter cool um, yeah as I said I didn't put much else in regards mm -hmm. to the other slut styles I don't yeah, it wasn't wasn't really uh, a moving chapter yeah <laughs> yeah to say the least mm -hmm. alright so <clears throat> sluthood today a slut living in mainstream monogamy centrist culture in the 21st century can learn a great deal studying other cultures, other places and other times. You're not the only one in the world who's ever tried this. It can work and others have done it without harming themselves, their lovers and their kids, without in fact doing anything except enjoying themselves and each other. It's on page 33. Could you explain to your friends and family that you've chosen a non-monogamy lifestyle and help them understand the concepts from other cultures. Do you know what? I'm, I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, I think, boy, that it would be. It might even be one I keep under under the radar for a little while. It'll be difficult. It'll be one of them ones where, as and when they find out, they find out rather than me kind of <laughs> me yeah. kind of um, putting it out there. Me putting it out there and really making an announcement on the family WhatsApp or group or something. Do you know. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be one of them ones where like yeah like they just come across and it wouldn't even be spoken of it be like it'll be understood but not it'll be sometimes what's what's understood have to be said if that makes sense mm -hmm. it'll be one of them ones i think mm. yeah i think it'll be one of them ones i'll be honest it's, yeah it, well it, even your like immediate family and fr and friends as well Brethren's friends, easy, it's an easy discussion. Remember, family members, especially older family, like cousins my age group, I can have that conversation, it's not a problem. Older family members, 
coming from a different background, generational background, that is going to be a difficult conversation. It's not going to, so it's not difficult, it's not going to be easy trying to, not just saying it, but then helping them, to, trying to get them to understand where I'm coming from. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the, the part. That's the part. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I was going to, because we spoke about stuff like that before as to coming from different generations and I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, that's not something I can <clears throat> easily have a conversation with. I don't know if my dad will even care. Um, but my mum, yeah, she would have a hard time digesting that one, you know, as to, yeah, I'm linking this one. Not linking, but you know what I mean? I've got this one, this one, this one. And who knows, actually? I mean, I'm not saying it's an African thing, but like that, that might not be too far away from like some of the culture. You know, and I'm being honest, it won't be too far away from some of the cultures. It might be not, might be not what she wants, mm. but she would have seen it before or known of it before. So, yeah, most certainly, I would, I would expect. Yeah, it just wouldn't prove this all. <clears throat> she couldn't tell her friends at church. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. What about friends? What about? Don't even care. Like that's not even a big. That's not a big deal. Mm. Actually, that can be a big. Not from. Not, sorry, with this scenario, I don't think so. But we do know, obviously, that can be a big deal in opening up to, like, for example, those who are <clears throat> gay or lesbian. You know, opening up and telling friends and stuff like that. Obviously, we've known those sort of things to be difficult conversations. Um, but in this scenario, in terms of yeah, I've got this one. Like, I'm linking this girl, this girl, and this girl. These are my girls. Mm. Man might pat me on the back. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah what about as Mace alluded to like older generations in your family say your uncles aunties and stuff do you think that would would you be able to have that conversation explain the concept of what your the lifestyle that you're living and why you're living it um aunties would say definitely no that's I know they wouldn't approve of that I can't think of one specifically but I mean they wouldn't approve of that mm. And did you know what I was thinking is I was gonna say like a <clears throat> a man and a woman thing. There's an argument, you know, the uncles might want to know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't think of one specifically, but like the, yeah. like the couple, I just, yeah. So what's that like? <laughs> yeah. Well, what does that involve? Mm. Um, I had a funny story about your old man the other day. Actually, do you know? Ah, uh, uh, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I laughed. Um, I think I heard that story before. So when I read it back, mm. um, yeah, I don't want to say it on here, but when I read it back, I was like, oh, I think I've heard that before. <laughs> um, yeah, he's been up to a few things in his time anyway. So, um, player, player. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. What's the next question? <laughs> Even if you don't belong to any of these sexually orientated communities, it's worth taking a look at them for what they can teach us about our own options through the ways they have developed of being sexual, of communicating about being sexual and living in social and family structures that are alternatives to sex-negative traditions in America. So page 34. Lesbian women. The most common relationship sequence, as we see it, magnified in the lesbian community is the form of non-monogamy, known as serial monogamy. Often the connection to the partner of the future precedes the breakup with the partner of the past. With occupying drama that presumably feels safer than the vast, empty past, with empty past, with 
occupying drama that presumably feels the safer than the vast empty, unknown and terrifying. Sorry, I just <laughs> fucked that up still. I'm going to reread that whole sentence. Often the connection to the partner of the future precedes the breakup with the partner of the past. If occupying drama that presumably feels safer than the vast, empty, unknown and terrifying identity void of being a woman living as a single human being. Is there a difference to living as a single... Is there a difference to living single for men and women? I can speak from a man's perspective. <laughs> so I, I can't speak from a woman's perspective. Um, well, I can't speak actually because I can't speak from a woman's perspective. <laughs> um, no, uh, but I, maybe yeah. you can't literally speak from a woman's perspective, yeah. but from how society would perceive. Yeah, things. okay, that's that's that's, that's giving more thing, depth. Yeah, that's giving more depth. Yeah, so. Yeah, like with I start with a woman. So with a woman, say like she's around I don't know, say early forties or even around our age group. And if she's had, and if she's single, and around age group, definitely the perspective. The perspective is like it's definitely looked at as a negative. Like what's so what's wrong with her almost? If she's if she's like single, but around our age and kind of living alone. Like why 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 haven't you found someone? Mm. Actually, the same question could be aimed at a man. Why haven't you found someone? But at the same time, well, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'll be honest. You go first, P. I don't know. I don't know if there's a, if there's a difference. If it looks on differently. Um, I think we're well. I'm going going down the sort of same path that you're trying to explain, really, as to. <clears throat> I'm actually trying to work out how I'm going to explain it, but. But it could be the same with a man as well. Like, what, what, why are you like? Why? Do you know what I'm saying? But what I was going to say mm. as to that last thing you mm. said, that question is probably likely to be aimed at a man a little bit later than a woman. Am I right in saying that? Yeah. Or do you know where I'm coming from? From yeah, from a society standpoint, yes. Doesn't mean that it's necessarily true or right, but no, no. Yeah, I understand where the road that you're going towards. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I just haven't found the words, and and I guess like sim- being very simplistic. Like men go, men can basically go up till their forties, fifties, and even possibly quite simply sixties, still play in the field, and be deemed as eyes oh, just doing his thing kind of thing. Whereas on the flip side, a woman doing that, as you as you said, it get kind of good looks at like, well, why hasn't no one tried to hold you down? Like why? Mm. Like what's wrong with you? Not to say that there is anything wrong with the person, but that's what society's um, typical questions or um, Nate's, like remarks would be. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't think I don't think there is a particular difference. It's just again, it's from a society's perspective of well, as a man. It's, we're just looked at different, like at different stages of our life. Like as a woman, you're ex- almost expected to get settled down a lot quicker than what the guys do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. No, so I was just thinking that like, obviously <clears throat> we're talking about you, s- you spoke on society, mm. and the word I was going to use was landscape. I was going to say the landscape has changed. So for mm. a woman, obviously. 
not even obviously, because again, I can't speak on a woman's behalf, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. things are different. So some women don't necessarily want to settle down. Oh, sorry. Forget don't want to. There's not a need to settle down as soon as, or or, or as opposed to yesteryear, you mm-hmm. know, or, or because you haven't settled down with someone or because you haven't had a child or because you're not in a relationship or married, it doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. Yeah, it doesn't mean something's wrong with you. It just, that might be your choice. Yeah, because I guess the women of today are a lot more career-driven than they once was, as you said, yesteryear. Yeah. Yeah, I guess there are a few factors. I mean, some women will be able to answer with a bit more depth because I guess obviously it comes from their perspective. But Yeah, we can't we can't speak on a woman's mm-hmm. behalf or a woman's perspective. It's just, just looking at it from a broad spectrum of... I guess um, society's naysayers and what have you. Cool. Younger lesbians are questioning these traditions and often that questioning includes into non-monogamy as a way to form less insular relationships. Lesbian polyamory is characterised by a lot of serious thoughtfulness and attention to consent and thus by tremendous openness about processing feelings, an area in which the women's community excels. It's on page 35. A sexual encounter between two women rarely involves the expectation of simultaneous orgasm, as many people believe penis-vagina intercourse should, so women have become experts at taking turns. That's on page 36. Do you expect simultaneous, simultaneous orgasms and would you consider taking turns, taking turns approach if you don't already? Simultaneous orgasm is not to be expected because <laughs> <laughs> if it happens, yep, yeah, great bonus. <laughs> but listen. It's only so long man can hold out. <laughs> Quick off the mark. Yeah. Trust me, boy. More screen more. <laughs> Trust me. But yeah, when it comes I really thought about my man's bedroom antics too tough like that. But man <laughs> but, but man will thing, man. Like, yeah, man has I'm a carer still, so man will you know what I'm saying? If needs be, like I'll be like, ah, right, cool. This time's all about you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's honest truth. Yeah, man. See, I think it is important. Well, anyway, for me, I I think it's important that you also you don't just look out for yourself each and every time. <laughs> no, you <laughs> got yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> nah, you gotta be caring. No, no yeah. doubt, man. No doubt. What mm. about you, P? <laughs> Do you expect simultaneous orgasms, and would you consider taking turns approach if you don't already? Do you know what? Like, no, what, no, 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 no. What's an orgasm? <laughs> that's, 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 not, that's, that's not my, I don't have that problem. No, I'll tell you, I'll tell you why I pause. We all have those? <laughs> no, I actually paused because I didn't catch the, the beginning of the question. So oh. when Mason was yeah, yeah. answering, I was like trying to understand yeah, it, yeah. then it made a lot more sense. Mm. Um, <laughs> sorry, you, you just repeated the question, but I thought you added something. No, do you want me to repeat it? Yeah, yes, please. Do you expect simultaneous orgasms and would you consider the taking turns approach if you don't already? Sorry, that was what I was thinking about, the taking turns approach. Mm. Um, No, you can't expect to have simultaneous... I I don't... Like, I'm sure some people... 
time. No, I, just, I don't expect you, the same. Sure, you can do it, but you just it you just can. means it just means like so when one person's ready, they got to hold off to the other person's ready. That's not an approach I'm taking. <laughs> no, no, so I guess, yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with it, but it's just not an approach yeah. I'm taking. Not, not, not the first, not the you first know, run. But do you know what's mad as well? Because man's done this where it's like, you ready? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then, bro, by the time it happens, yeah, sometimes you're about like two seconds off anyway. Like, oh, 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 Either you go or you go full. St- you know what I'm saying you're trying to tie like you know what I'm saying, yeah, and then yeah. the others are oh, and then oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, oh this has been there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Go on, P. Yeah, but as to, I think the taking turns thing. Mm. Like, I don't want to echo what Mason said, but I'm I'm a very caring person, so I don't really have. I'm not thinking about. I'm not really thinking about taking turns. That's not really a thing. I'm. <clears throat> consciously thinking about like i don't think i'm se- yeah i don't think i'm selfish in the bedroom mm-hmm. um but at the same time i think it's very easy to look out for number one <laughs> yeah but i think about it as to like with when you're with someone with some wh- sorry when you're with someone with someone um so i was lost where i was going um i think you have to be conscious of that mm-hmm. i mean otherwise there's no there's not going to be any real growth in your relationship or even away from that, I guess like some of the conversations I've had is even quite early on, oh, I maybe I don't know if it was a book we're reading or conversation, the importance of actually growing sexually. Mm. I just think that's really, really important. I mean, for some people, sex might, sex might just be an action, but I think if you grow together sexually, I think you can build stronger bonds. And even touching on that subject of even, I mean, I don't want my partner to be too curious, but I mean, like, like touching on even curiosity as to okay like let's try this or let's do that does that make sense mm-hmm. yeah so yeah yeah but i'm not i have not sat and thought about taking turns or even simultaneously that's not something i thought